Welcome back to Yelling at Trees, where uh, on occasion we have been known to wander off into the yard and find some poor tree and yell at it. Like this. Ah! Ah! What are you, an oak? Get off my lawn! But he doesn't. <laughs> he, just, he stands his ground. He is deeply rooted in our yard. He won't leave us alone. He won't. He's like, come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. No. Just looking in the window and... <laughs> Every time Stop the wind blows, he's kind of reaching at me for did, a little bit. Did you ever see the Poltergeist movie from the mm-hmm. 80s? Mm-hmm. No, so, uh, I haven't. There's a little blonde girl who's the main character, and her name is Carol Ann. Carol which Ann. seemed totally normal as a kid watching a movie. And as I've grown up, I've realized that is the most redneck name I've ever heard. <laughs> like <laughs> Melissa Lynn. It's Honey Boo Boo's sister. Carol Ann. Carol Ann. <laughs> But, but I mean, like it's it's crazy. It's got this uh sweet little old midget lady who's like uh, got a crazy accent. She's a bit of a sidekick. Yes, is clear. And you know, that was pretty good. the dad is uh, the coach on the show Coach. Oh no! It's yeah, not. that's it, totally oh, it him. Is, it is. Isn't it is. It? I can't remember the guy's name, but uh, I, I remember but that's in, who that is. And another poltergeist, guys, I think it's Tom Skerritt, but that's the that's right. That's he's from the Picket third Fences. One, I yeah, think. Yeah. Picket Fences. That's so. Like what we, what we what I didn't know as a kid watching these movies was that they are the cheapest friggin' movies you could ever make. <laughs> mm-hmm. They are they are crap movies, and they are entirely staffed by failed TV show stars. It's like reality TV if they were like writing horror films. Mm-hmm. I just, I just had a really good idea for. Never mind. We'll talk about that <laughs> Write later. <it> down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, uh, yeah. So maybe you didn't get that last rose. How would you like to be a witch? <laughs> <laughs> which, which would I have to be? <laughs> or a werewolf? Or a vampire? Or a vampire? Or a vampire, or a vampire. <laughs> hunter? <laughs> or an umpire? <gasps> No, that's too scary. I don't think they have one of those shows yet. I can't call those kind of things. <laughs> there was an episode of Mad TV, which was like a knockoff of Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. in the early 2000s. So fun. Where it was Buffy the Umpire Slayer. <laughs> and like these evil demonic umpires would jump out of nowhere and she would stab them with a baseball bat. <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah, so if you uh, if you are too young to have remembered how crazy stuff was in the 90s, I feel sad for you because that was like formative stuff. <laughs> like, unlike young people who have to be entertained by phones all the time, I can literally just sit in a room by myself and laugh for hours just remembering the dumb things that I've well, seen. And everybody remembers <laughs> kind of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Most of us can actually oh, quote oh, oh, yeah. the uh, the lyrics to the intro song. Oh yeah, but um, the one that gets forgotten is Mar and <laughs> oh, I used to love that. And he used to have Shaniqua. Yeah. Shaniqua is a great character of his. Oh, oh gosh! And um, oh gosh! We just don't have shows like that anymore. Nope. You couldn't make that show today. I mean, you could. <laughs> but- no, I'm just saying, Martin Lawrence. He's he's cool and everything, but he got away with some stuff. Yeah. That yeah. you yeah, can't yeah, get away yeah. with anymore. That's most of the '90s. Yeah, yeah, most of the '90s. That's they, kind they of what made the '90s movies great now. was what you could get by with. Mm-hmm. It was because you know the the American culture had finally accepted black culture, right. and it incorporated it into mm-hmm. the world, right? And, and then, then they, somehow in the last twenty years, it completely reversed course. And like as a white person, it's hateful for you to enjoy black culture. 
Right. It's cultural appropriation for us to yeah. actually... Or Native American to, culture, to actually, for that matter. You know, everything up to that point was like, hey, we're a melting pot. All of our different cultures are coming together. Right. And that's okay. Finally. We finally, get, after hundreds of years, right. our and, culture was finally coming together. And I don't know what changed. But suddenly it was like... um no, you can't. You can't laugh at our joke. You can't use that word. It's ours. You can't. Yeah. You can't. Like you can't. You can't be on this TV channel. Like whatever it was. It's yeah. Like, it's like they they stopped uh, that that group, whatever politicians or whatever was pushing for that group to be inclusive in American culture. Suddenly decided, no, we need to celebrate this culture and exclude others. Well, it, what it is is. Um you know, politicians, politicians trying to turn people against each other so they can, yeah, so that they can break division. us all into voter blocks yeah. so that they can keep, say, I have this group and this, you have this group. Therefore, you know, I can try to build myself a platform out of just the race issues in America. Right. But I don't think it's really working anymore. I don't, I don't think that, uh, it never so like, was. <laughs> I feel like a lot of black people still choose to vote Democrat, but no. I don't think that they trust democratic politicians. No. Like I don't, I don't know. I they don't just, understand the they difference just, um, between those they things. They don't. They but... just really don't trust Republican politicians. Right. Right. So, <laughs> as much as they don't trust <laughs> Democrats, they don't that is definitely so accurate. don't trust. Yeah, you really can't trust either. anybody. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's the thing. That's the thing that we have in common that we don't realize, and that's why we have all these divisions. Is like, first of all, um, we are all humans that often have crappy situations happen to us. We have that in common. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether it's whether it's being pulled over all the time or being screwed by the IRS or like losing your job, getting divorced, like having the sad luck of running into like horrible, horrible people that, that disappoint you over and over again mm-hmm. or being born into that situation. Yep. Like we've got all of that in common. And then at the same time, none of us should trust this government. Well, in the government, <laughs> well, the government's whoever's in charge tends to pit one group against the other. Right, because then and, you don't realize how bad they are. Right, well, that's exactly right. <laughs> they don't realize the two groups are the people and the government. Right. And it's not the people <laughs> versus the people, it's the government versus the people. Right. And, uh, instead of the, it, and so they have to keep us fighting with each other to keep us from being united against them. Right, and, like, and welfare is exactly how the Jewish people built the pyramids. Like the Egyptian government gave them just enough to not be frustrated all the time mm. and got them drunk every night. And like, so every night was a party for three or four hours and then they would sleep and then they would wake up and they'd build pyramids for eight hours. And then they'd have beer again, which is basically liquid bread, which gives you as much nutrition as you need and alcohol, which sedates you. Mm. So they would literally drink themselves unconscious every night. And then they'd wake up in the morning and they'd go back to work hauling rock. Mm. Well, the problem is, is that the, uh, the government um, is still trying to make, you know, kind of make the the world in their image. They want everything to be the way they want it to be. Yeah. And they don't want to accept people, uh, you know, they don't want to accept the values of the people. The people have a certain set of values and the government yeah. wants to, all they want is complete control. Yeah. The, the thing the government wants least is for you to realize you're an individual and you're not like anyone else. Yep. Because like, if that's, if that's the case, if every individual is, is completely unique, then that's actually something we have in common. Well, that's also <laughs> something they can't count on. Right. They, they need those voting blocks uh, to know like, who's going to be elected No, 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 next no, no. Time. You fit into this group. You should hang out with this group and vote with this group and not mingle with other groups. Yeah. We don't care what group you are. That's your group. Yeah. It's it's rough. 
Wait, well, you know, with the Civil Rights Act in you know in the seven in the what is what the fifties, sixties, oh, we're 60s, going old school, sixties. So yep. when they when they passed that, it was it was actually said you know amongst Democrats that hey, we'll have them voting Democrat for the next five or six generations, basically, uh, just by passing that thing, even though they did. didn't really care, even though they don't really care about anything that's in that Civil Rights Act. Right. They were the ones holding it up actually because the Republicans right. wanted it in already. Yep. Um, but anyway, they thought that they would uh, basically break it up. And uh, make it so that it looks like they're the good guys. And so they've convinced people that. And it's just kind of frustrating to me. That's what you get. Can't trust nobody. When you when you think that the people that were against Abraham Lincoln were the ones that wanted to free the slaves. Wait, what? That doesn't make any sense. That's, that's how they're teaching it. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, hmm. uh, that's, man... I got a little that serious. That was a weird segue. <laughs> we should never do that again. <laughs> we talked about politics and races. And yeah, I, I feel bad. I feel like I let someone down. And they're going to write me a letter. And I'm going to feel bad about it when I read it. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to print it out and I'm going to read it every day. <laughs> I'm going to give it to my kids someday. And say, this is how we change the world. No, that's not true. No Speaking one's ever going to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say something earlier when we were talking about races, but uh, I just di- didn't talk. But I always liked the uh, made-up Indian tribe that the Boy Scouts had. The, the Mikasei. Mikasei. Yeah. yeah. There was, was actually good. more than one. Really? There was another one. I can't remember what it was, like different camps. Mm-hmm. There was two of them, but I can't remember what the other one was. The Mikasei was down here at a... Yeah. Osceola. Sounds like an Irish. Uh, the other Indian one was probably up the other, uh, It was like the uh, Order of the Arrow or something like mm-hmm. that. Like they're they're two different things. I can't remember yeah. what the other one was. But I don't think that they're. I don't think that they were different. I think they just said they were different. Yeah. Like, like all people groups. <laughs> Sorry. I think yeah. we tried to get into the Order of the Arrow, but it was like, meh. Yeah. Whatever. The, the thing that really drives me crazy is that um, when people are celebrating their culture. They say they're celebrating their race because they don't know the difference. Right. That a mm-hmm. race is a genetic lineage, but a culture is what people have in common. Right. Like, you're, you, you, why would you celebrate we're all descendants of this particular great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather? You don't. Mm. You celebrate that we all are Irish. We're all from the Irish island. <laughs> we all have that in common. Irish. We have that Irish. cultural common, commonality mm. where you say we're all French. We all speak the same language. We mm. have the same history. Like, or we're Mexican or Hispanic, right, that's, which that's, is even a bigger category because that includes more than just Mexico. Well, yeah, you're talking mm-hmm. about two uh, nationalities as opposed to just like right. where, where your family's, what what country your family happened to pass through right. on the way to getting to America. Right, but it's so it's so mixed up now in schools that they say black culture. Right, no, I have black. A, my, culture is not the same. There are dozens of black cultures. Yeah, my my um, I got in trouble a little bit with my uh, with the kid that my wife watches uh, because he says um, you know that he's brown and I and I made a mistake of saying that um, Michael Jackson's song said it doesn't matter if we're black or white and um, and I didn't think anything of it and he goes um oh no you called me black and I'm like yeah but that's okay there's nothing wrong with being black. No, but I'm brown. I'm like, oh, okay, I understand that. That makes sense. And um, I don't know if that's something he was taught at home, 
But I mean, to me, it's like, yeah, and I'm not exactly white either. You know, is I'm that, like some. Pay- <laughs> I'm definitely on the pale Harry side. But I'm something <laughs> to be upset about. Well, no, he's a little kid. He's only he's only three or four. He right, but know he the didn't difference, he but. didn't hear that from somebody that doesn't know the difference. He heard right. that from somebody who's intentionally making a difference. Right, right. Well, it, I just I, I think uh, what made me sad, and what hurt me inside, was that he kind of pouted and looked a little sad that I said he was black. And I'm like, going, there's yeah, nothing wrong with that. I mean. If I, you know, it's like if I was black, I, honestly, the next time I see him, I'll just tell him, hey, man, I wish I was black. <laughs> I'd be so much cooler if I was black. No, I wouldn't. And then you'd <laughs> go, I wish I was <laughs> black, too. I would, be be a nerd. I would still be a nerd. I mean, that being said. Yelling at trees and random stuff. That being yeah. said, I know two or three black guys. Yeah. You know two or three black guys? Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> man, um, I think I know more than that. <laughs> yeah, no, there was a guy I went to... Uh, uh, Park University with that was from uh, Sudan and he is black. Oh yeah, I mean there is no brown. He is yeah. black. And one of the coolest guys I ever met too. His name's Corey. Mm. Yeah, nice. he played basketball. Wait a minute, That's not right. you, Corey. Another yeah. another cool Corey. Which That's now right. that I think We're about it, I wonder if his name Corey's was actually Corey or if that's the name he uses in America because he was an mm. exchange student. Uh, Spelled it with a K, didn't he? Probably, and it had like. <laughs> A T and an F in it or something. <laughs> I am Corey. Yeah, no. I, you know, I've heard I've heard like the stereotype of the click language my entire life. I don't. I've never heard a language that had the click in it. Yeah, I. And I've heard people I've heard from it, a lot and of I countries. I couldn't reproduce it to save my life because yeah. it's not like one click. It's like they have several different click sounds. Right. That are well, I mean, I had a, I had a guy from Ethiopia talk to me in Ethiopian, and there was yeah. no clicks. No. I, I, I thought I thought that was the language that it came from, and I was well, like, and, and they finally, speak they speak different languages in in uh, in Ethiopia too. Yeah, and well, in a lot of countries, actually, a lot of uh, African countries, they speak French for some reason. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah, that's true. I don't, no idea why. And uh, Farsi is like, very important. The French probably had trade with them and built some cities. Well, they actually like colonized them at one point. Yeah, like Morocco Several. was a French territory at some point because like, it was called. French Morocco. And there's also like, I think there's a French Guiana. Geopolitics. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Science. Oh, I forgot. We got to take a deep breath. That was shockingly deep water. And it's cold. It's so cold out. Oh my gosh. We live in, um, in the Midwest and it's early mid February. Yeah. And it is super, super cold out. Like there's like, Inches of ice in the driveway of our apartment complex, but I think that's because a pipe broke. Yeah, yeah that's that. probably what that was from. Yeah, and uh, Texas is like uh, without power, <laughs> and like pipes are bursting everywhere because they don't actually bury their pipes sometimes, and sometimes they're made out of like plastic. Yeah, instead of like stuff. steadier stuff like copper, like most of the lines here. But yeah, it's it's been in the news that uh. The the wind turbines in Texas all stopped because they froze. Yeah, they have those in the Arctic, and they work in the Arctic. Why are they freezing in Texas? Well, might be more than one type of wind turbine. Is my guess. I I I would assume that they're yeah, but that they that they say they skimped out and didn't actually insulate the parts that needed to be insulated because it's Texas. It only gets cold for like an hour and a half every night. More likely to have to worry about sand and and storms. Yeah, but you would think that the, like, sandproofing would be very similar to, like, water tiding. Uh, is, is sand, sand is not quite as small as water. Never. Maybe. Ooh, well. 
anyway, live in Texas for a minute, but not for that kind of stuff. So it's uh, it's the time that we come to on Yelling at Trees where Corey tells us about one of his crazy dreams. Oh, yeah. And he's got one prepared. Yay. He's going to read it from his cell phone because that's where he types it all down. <laughs> do you still have the, the intro? I have no idea what the buttons do. We'll just pick one pick at one. random. Oh, it's not on. It's okay. Suspense. Try it again. Maybe this one. <laughs> nope. nope try that's again. not a keeper. Try Let's, again. Uh, where are these buttons? There we go. All right, Corey, tell us your dream. So I call this one bad decisions. Mm. So I was with my friend, who is a younger black man. Hey, we were just talking about young, this. A young Martin. At this uh, small hotel or motel or whatever. It's probably a motel. In a small town in the winter. Um, gosh, this is really... We're in the winter now. Yeah. What do you call that? It's like Relevant. I hacked into his phone and read his story before we started. <laughs> so I didn't um, do. Before this part, somehow I knew that we had uh, gotten mixed up with a bad group of people who were all about like robbing and killing. Aww. Yeah. So we were going to leave and never come back. Bunch of shady white folk. Yeah. So we were checked into this hotel. Uh, Can't trust those white people. Mm-mm. Kill Whitey. What? <laughs> don't, don't, don't kill Whitey. So we were all checked in and ready to to, to turn in for the night. And uh, we decided that we were hungry. So just outside, there was this open patio thing where they serve meals as part of the stay at the hotel. Or I believe motel it's pronounced patio. Uh I was a bit excited for the menu because it was a bit fancier than I expected it to be. Fancy <laughs> patio. Yeah. Wait, so, the patio or the meal? The meal. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I was looking like, at the menu. Look at this woodwork. They got hammocks in here and everything. <laughs> it was uh, it was getting dark, so there were like torches for lighting and the outdoor heaters from like a fancy restaurant, keeping the outside nice and toasty. Of course. Uh, it was re- it was really nice, is what I put. Uh, there were two rows of round tables on either side of a middle aisle, about ten tables in total. The total the tables were packed with people. The waiter came to our table. You may have been at a wedding reception. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> He's a wedding crasher. I, I wouldn't doubt it. So there it was, me and Owen Wilson. <laughs> Continue. Good. So uh the waiter comes over to our table and then suddenly a table at the front. And gets flipped over and dishes crash and whatever ambient music stops and a couple people scream. Ah! <laughs> I like the sound effects going with my dream. That's good. So uh, a guy with two guns and a hoodie and a mask is standing at the front and is yelling for everyone to put their cash phones, jewelries, and everything else. <laughs> Give me your cash phones on the tables. <laughs> he wants us to put it on the table. We recognize I this do guy. Have Apple Pay. Me and my friend. <laughs> I got a cash app on my phone. <laughs> Me and my friend recognized the guy as the leader of the group that we were running from. You better recognize. So the waiter's the only one still standing, kind of frozen in fear. The robber's mm. moving down the middle of the row straight towards us. He looks at the waiter who's trembling and just shoots him right in the chest. Oh! The crowd That's screams what you get for as uh, <laughs> the gunshot rings out and people are emptying purses and wallets and everything on their tables. <laughs> it's more of a ricochet. Blam! There you go. Yeah, something <laughs> big like that. Uh, so the guy recognizes us and tells us to gather up all the stuff. And 
tosses somebody's stack of hundred dollar bills in their cell phone. Hundred dollar bills, y'all. Yeah, just a, one of those <laughs> Who is that? stacks. <laughs> That's the guy we need to be friends with. He's got a stack of hundred dollar bills yeah. on him. Uh, so he tosses you know, those and one of his change. guns onto the onto the table we're at. My friend just jumped right on board with robbing the place and picked up all kinds of stuff and loading his hoodie with it. You gotta and hang out with a better crowd of people. I'm just saying. Yeah. There I was robbing this restaurant, restaurant yeah. or whatever. Why not? Yeah. So I pick up the gun and a phone and some of the cash and put them in my back pockets. And we're starting to, I say retreat, but I guess we're making our getaway. Yep. It's a robbery. Uh, oh, my gosh. Retreat. My friend runs out towards the street, but I run back into the hotel uh, towards the front desk. Checking in? Kind of. <laughs> I'm a bit freaking out right now, so I crouch behind the front desk, and I pull out the cell, pull out my own cell phone Whoa. and call 911. That uh, you pulled out your own self. Wait, that was <laughs> yeah. an option the whole time, and you just now do it? Well, yeah, I'm trying to, we're trying to get away from this. He's trying not this. to get shot. Yeah. You picked up a gun. <laughs> You're not really help, blending help, in. Police. I, I've got a gun. And uh, the All sky. All right, go ahead, continue. No, right, go ahead. Thinking quickly, I took several quick breaths and worked myself up into sounding panicked. I am panicked. <laughs> I told him that there was a shooting at the hotel. They stole a bunch of stuff and shot a member of the staff. I didn't give any actual details, but hopefully that will get the police out here to do their thing. Are your fingerprints now on the gun that shot the bystander? Yeah. That is a good question. Oh, gosh. Corey's going to prison. <laughs> <laughs> so after I made the call, I got the out soap. to the street, and my friend and the bad guy were gone. <laughs> I find a bicycle on the ground, and I jumped on it and took off. Uphill and icy roads made it a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> He's bicycling on ice now. Yeah, yeah. Ouch. So, Wasn't this yeah. party on a gazebo in the snow? Your gazebo. Gazebo in the snow. <laughs> so, Sorry. yeah, it was it was up a really steep hill, and then there was, like, um, the neighborhood after that. The hood. And um, I rode all the way to the house where the bad people were staying at. Because yeah, that's where, where you go. Was. Yeah, because... Uh, <laughs> We were we were running you from have told them. the police where they where they lived. You know, <laughs> we were trying to get out. Yeah. Oh gosh. So we we know where where they were at. So about eight people were all inside and hanging out with like bad music and drinking and whatnot. Bad music. <laughs> Yo, that music is bad. You mean like Adam Sandler talk rap? It's music got is so bad music. It is super bad. <laughs> it was more like a or like gangster rap. Yeah, some sort of weird <laughs> or like a. Uh, polka. <laughs> polka, polka. Oh, Whatever terrible. you would expect from a Such bad gang of killers and thieves that like to hang out and listen to music. Uh, oh, I got it. Eminem. Insane. So like it. Insane, insane clown, clown posse. posse. Yeah, that's yeah. the exactly one. Metal to. and rap. Yeah, sure. That, that sounds about right. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So, uh, They're coming to take me away. When I opened the door, my friend came up and gave me a big hug. He said he was happy I made it. Welcome back to the gang. The leader who did the robbing and shooting was at the end of a long wooden table with all the loot on it. Loot. He stood up all slow and intimidating-like. Except for all of the money that you had in your pocket. True. He didn't know about that. He was a skinny, bald, white dude with tattoos and whatnot. He started walking towards me. That's my cousin Tyler. (laughs) He's slim slim shit. He's in it in a minute. Oh, God. I knew it. Uh, So he started walking towards me, and the rest of the group was silent, like waiting for his judgment or whatever on us. When when did this dream happen? Is this a recent dream? 
Yeah. It okay. Was probably last month, maybe. Okay. So ironically, earlier. before all of the freezing weather. Yeah. Yeah. Which was crazy. Weird. All right. Continue. I'm loving uh, the story. Wait, we need some more sound effects. <laughs> We're in the jungle now. So, uh, yeah, he was uh, coming no. towards me. Everyone got quiet. And uh, no. the jungle sound, I it? took the stack of money, the stolen phone, and the gun out of my back pockets and then put them on the table. Junk. He got real close, like face to face, and said very dramatically, okay, you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, was he or like, I okay. mean... Nerd. And then the party or whatever started back up. So he went back to his table, and I took my friend to the side, and I was like, what are you doing? We're trying to leave this stuff. And he said, uh, He's trying to get out of the life. He said, we kind of didn't have one much dream. of a choice. Too many, too many times. <laughs> I mean, continue. This has been this yeah. of the emergency broadcast system. So uh, he said, we didn't have much of a choice. And I was like, yeah, I guess you're right, but we still need to get out of here. So I snuck back out, and... If we don't leave quick, they're going to make us pay for these drinks. <laughs> what? Well, they didn't, yeah. they didn't even tip, tip the waiter. <gasps> oh, but they did. <laughs> <laughs> Pow! Tipped. Yeah. Sorry, continue. It's not the way to do it, but yeah. <laughs> so I snuck out the back and around the side of the house, and the neighbor had his porch lights on and his front door open. We'll leave the light on for you. I left my coat at the hotel restaurant on the back of the it's chair. Got so gang I was members really live cold. next door, and he just leaves his door open in the middle of the night. I guess. Well, hey, all right. Go ahead, break in. I dare you. So uh, I was really cold and looking, looking kind of in his door for a coat I could borrow. Yeah, there's a nice older man in there. He saw me and came to the door and he asked me what I was looking at. I told him I'm just really cold. Do you have an extra coat I could use? And he looked at me kind of disgusted, like, and reached in his closet. He opened the screen door and tossed me a full body Carhartt. No, we don't have any bear claws. Like one of those, one of those full. Like a construction jumpsuit. Yeah. Weird. But they're like super warm, and they got that Carhartt yep. exterior. Do stuff. they have the the flap the flap on the back so that you can poop without taking your pants off? No, because those are stinking awesome. Sorry, continue. <laughs> those are like pajamas or something. Those are oh, long johns. Okay. Oh, long johns. Yeah. No, this was like the. Stuff for being out technology in the and work boots. Well, I don't know. Go ahead. That was like a really. <laughs> those are like really expensive and they're really nice and really warm. So anyway, listen. I need to hear more. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so I thanked them as I put them on, and they were so a little tight, questions. but they were very warm. Uh, I started walking away and down the street. It was dark and late, so only a couple streetlights on the corner of the intersections were on. Mm. Uh, I was walking across yards and driveways, and I noticed a person. Covered in shadow, walking towards me. Hey, you! Take those shadows off! I was so tired and thinking about the night. Like, did anybody else see our faces? And how can we get out of this? And, you know, pondering how to move on with my life or whatever. So the shadowy man walked straight towards me. And as he got to me... The shadowy man. He was actually Tyler. I don't write that down, but it was Tyler. It's like, hey, cuz, what's up? That's what I would expect to hear, but... (laughs) Uh, so anyway, as he got, he, instead he, he says, he basically walked straight towards me, and uh, as he got to me, he slammed his shoulder into me and knocked me down. And at this point, I was just so tired that I just laid there for a while but in he's the so snow small. and cold, staring up at the dark sky. And uh, there was a tree in the yard. So the sun was starting to come up, so it was barely getting a little brighter out. And after a bit of laying there, my friend came up and helped me up. 
He said, I hoped you weren't, I hoped you weren't dead. I said, I just hope I wasn't laying in dog poop. <laughs> nice. Nice. Is that, is that the end? No, it still goes. Okay. I like that's the best yeah, ending ever. <laughs> no, he's going to, he's going to say that more. That would be good though. <laughs> so, uh, that lightened things up a bit. Uh, yeah, as we're laughing at it. Yeah. The stupid leader was right behind him, though, and he said, You weren't running off, were you? I had been thinking about it, and I told him... And I told him... Oh, I told him that we needed to come up with an alibi for being at the hotel. He's reading this, if you didn't know that. That's that's why he <laughs> was questioning his own thoughts there for yeah, a second. Yeah, Sometimes i got to read ahead a little bit just to know where I'm going with this. Me too. <laughs> so I asked my friend if he still had his room key. He said yes and handed it to me, and I said, I'll go back and tell them... Uh, or the police that we were just going to dinner when we heard the gunshot and ran. Uh, the bad guy seemed to be okay with this plan and warned us about leaving the gang. So I started walking back towards the blood hotel. Blood in, blood out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was at the top of the hill, and the road was icy. So I decided to slide down on it, on my back, <laughs> in my car hearts. <laughs> Dog poop. Yeah. Yeah, so I basically just sat down and just started sliding down this Really icy hill. Tobogganing. It got faster and faster, <laughs> kind of like a bobsled or something. Like a toboggan. Like the, a toboggan blade. The wind was so cold, it was making my eyes water up. I was looking I was looking for the sure, hotel. that's the reason your eyes water. But it was gone. I thought I might have passed it because I was going so fast. <laughs> but it just wasn't there. So I slid down and around a corner it's and right. into a store on you the You leaned town on the square. left cheek mm-hmm. to turn the corner. <laughs> So yeah, I kept sliding and I crashed into a store. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. Did, a, did you leave skid marks on the ground? I'm just wanting to know. <laughs> no, it was all ice, so I just <laughs> kept sliding. Yep. Now it has racing stripes. <laughs> so uh, the store was a, a man I knew, and he was very nice. Oh, it was the store of a man I knew, and he was very nice. Uh, when I stopped sliding, he helped me up and asked what I was doing out so early. I told him about me and my friend were trying to get out of this gang and asked if he had any <laughs> advice or if he could help in any way. Right. He started to close the store back up that he had just opened. He turned the lights off and we started walking towards the back room he had. Inside the room were machines and a desk, a whole setup that appeared to be for making fake IDs and passports and stuff. And he wow. said... He had a passports machine. And he said, we can get you out of here. <laughs> and then I woke up. Nice. That's- that was a super. That was actually ending. how he got him out of there. <laughs> he woke him up. Yeah. We should do a. You know when he does these uh, these stories, we should definitely do a how it should have ended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like for instance, when he was walking, there, just in a random moment, you know, all this dangerous stuff is happening. But then when he's walking across someone's lawn, the, you know, like two rich people get out of their house with guns and shoot him. That'd be <laughs> that'd be the way he dies. In this. That would have been the way I would end that story. Yeah, yeah. with uh, rich people. Yeah, you shooting know, you for being on their property. What are you and doing? Living next to a gang. Yeah, the gang had nothing to do with it. Yeah, the, yeah. the the former shooting had nothing to do with, it, but he dies of some random thing. It's true, all of it. They're all pretty nice houses too, except for the one that the gang was in. It was just a rundown, <laughs> trashy place, you know. Yeah, it was. It well, was, the rent it was, was a little a, lower, so <laughs> yeah, they it, could afford it. It was a dilapidated mansion. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's... It only that's, had four bathrooms. That's all the time we got for this uh, particular episode of Yelling at Trees, where oftentimes we yell at trees, like so. Hey! Stop it! 